a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with the news you need for this Friday, February 24th. Kim Gardner supporters raise their voices at a news conference as the circuit attorney refuses to resign. KMOX's Kevin Colleen was there. Kim Gardner told the crowd her office could have done more to prevent the volleyball crash tragedy, but she shifted some of the blame to the judge, saying her office tried to get the bond revoked. On December 12, 2021, my office asked for a bond revocation. In other words, that he be taken into custody. And that request was denied by Judge Hedenbach. Gardner's supporters got angry at one point when she was asked how she can regain the public confidence which the mayor says she has already lost. We asked the question for. We hear the supporter and we're going to stand behind her 100%. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. It's a back and forth between Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey and Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner after he filed court papers to remove her from office. Bailey responds to Gardner's afternoon press conference. She calls anyone trying to remove her from office as voter suppression, but yet the people's elected representatives in the General Assembly enacted this process. They, they're the ones that passed Section 106.220. That was filed in St. Louis Circuit Court. Bailey tells 97.1 FM it remains to be seen if the local judges recuse themselves. Then the state Supreme Court would have to appoint a judge from somewhere else. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. And St. Louis Circuit Court judges have, in fact, recused themselves from hearing the case as they could be considered witnesses. Greater St. Louis issued a statement about the circuit attorney controversy, noting what happened to a visitor to the convention center is what prompted the outcry. The business group says, quote, the ongoing failures of the circuit attorney's office with regard to the individual involved in this case, as well as a litany of other cases that have not been brought to justice, are unforgivable, closed quote. A spokesman for the family of the teen critically injured as she walked downtown with her parents says the family will need answers in the days to come. Why was that young man behind the wheel of a car? Why was that young man outside of his house? Why was that young man potentially, if what I read is true, not prosecuted in the spring or of years before? Um, So I think justice is something that I'm certain James Edmondson wants and Francine Edmondson wants for their daughter. And I don't say that in a eventual way, but I think that's a part of this process for them to move forward. Duff Wismer says 16-year-old Janae Edmondson endured more surgeries this week as a result of the severe injuries that led to amputation of both her legs. He tells KMOX the college she'd signed to play volleyball for, UT Southern, has now offered to honor her scholarship. You can hear a portion of our interview with Wismer coming up. The 17-year-old boy found dead in an alley in the Greaterville neighborhood early Thursday is now identified as Dontavion Little. Police said he appeared to have been shot when found around 2.30 a.m. just off St. Ferdinand. No suspects or motives are indicated by investigators. What may have been a rolling gun battle on Interstate 55 in the Metro East has left one man with gunshot wounds. Illinois State Police say it happened around 4.30 in the afternoon in St. Clair County. The victim found at 9th Street and Winstanley Avenue. They have not reported arrests or updated the victim's condition. St. Charles Mayor Dan Borgmeyer says Thursday night's public meeting with the federal EPA about contaminated water was a waste of time. He says 600 residents heard the agency talk about feasibility studies. I mean, they have the power right now to tell Ameren, look, this is what you need to do, but they will not do it. 
They just keep going back to Ameren's going to do a feasibility study now for months and, and determine what needs to be done. Well, we all know what needs to be done. They just won't do it. And they won't make Ameren do it. The mayor says he's bringing in a $20 million filtration system on June 1st to clean the water as they construct a new well field. Borgmeyer wants the EPA to order Ameren to pay for it. Now, the latest from Missouri's capital. The Missouri House Crime Prevention and Public Safety Committee approved a bill Thursday for the state to take over the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department. It would reverse a vote of the people in 2012, putting the department under local control. The version of the bill that heads to the House floor includes the mayor as a member of a five-member police commission, a change from an earlier version. A new bill would remove taxes on diapers. Senator Lauren Arthur is a Democrat from Kansas City. She says diapers are now taxed like luxury items such as jewelry. I think there does seem to be a consensus that this is something we should work on. And I am certainly open to expanding my bill to include other items. Those other items could be adult diapers or feminine pads. Illinois finds it pays to pay your bills. S&P Global announced Thursday an increase of the state's credit rating to triple B+. It's the seventh upgrade from a major credit bureau in the past two years and can help save millions in interest rates. S&P said they believe the state of Illinois is showing a commitment to strengthen its budgetary flexibility and stability. KMOX goes in-depth. A visiting volleyball player critically injured when she was struck by a car while walking downtown continues to make progress. A spokesman for her club and for her family says 16-year-old Janae Edmondson endured her third surgery this week. She was alert. I think it was Monday morning. She was able to um, engage her family. She was able to, uh, on Tuesday, engage her sister as well. I think those were... You know, obviously, two really positive steps for that family. That's Jeff Wismer, assistant director and recruiting coordinator for Mid-10 Volleyball Club in Smyrna, Tennessee. He was gracious to give us an update on her condition. Wismer says the Edmondson family has been comforted by the support of the St. Louis community. I asked him what they need going forward. You know, obviously, um, you know, this family needs to continue to feel that love. Uh, I think our that family and on our community at large just needs to continue to have information given to us as to what can we do to carve out um, a successful transition plan, not only for Janae, but for James and Francine and, and that entire family when she does, when she is able to get out of the hospital and come home. Uh, and there, there are folks who have unfortunately gone down this path before. I've been very humbled by um, athletes who have reached out with trauma like this to say, hey, we want to be involved. We've been so thankful for um, um, Explore St. Louis. Kitty's been great reaching out. The event host has been spectacular. Uh, the medical community reaching out saying, hey, you know, here's going to be some things that they're going to have to process moving forward. And I think those continue outreaches to um, tip us off to what we should be prepared for, what James and Francine should be prepared for. Uh, yeah, I think that there, as a father, um, speaking for another father, I, there's a strong sense for justice here. And, and we do not want to get caught up in the swell of politicizing this in any way. But um, why was that young man behind the wheel of a car? Why was that young man outside of his house? Why was that young man potentially, if what I read is true, not prosecuted in the spring or of years before? Um, so I think justice is something that 
I'm certain James Edmondson wants and Francine Edmondson wants for their daughter. And I don't say that in a eventual way, but I think that's a part of this process for them to move forward. I think it's a part of the process to see the system work well. So there is another Edmondson family, the prayers, the information, uh, a sense of justice. Um, and that that's probably what's on the forefront on their minds at this point. Coach, I also coach kids roughly this age, um, girls, as a matter of fact. And I was looking at your homepage for your website and it really struck me um, the job that all of you are probably having to do to lift these young women up as they watch this happen to their teammate. Tell me a little bit about about those efforts and how you're comforting and supporting them right now. Well, you know, I think um, what was challenging over the weekend was uh, the accident was Saturday evening. Um, we had three teams who were filled with sophomores, juniors, and seniors uh, competing at the national tournament at uh, America's Center over the weekend. Um, and we had to respect Edmondson's timetable to get the information out to their family. Um, and so her team, Janae's team, was unaware um, to the extent of the setback on Sunday when they competed, um, just as the information was trying to flow back. And But there was a pretty strong sense that, hey, something's, something's not right here. Uh, we don't see Janae. We don't see Francine. We don't see James. And thankfully, James and Francine was there. And so that cloud kind of hung over the team of, something is seriously wrong. Uh, and that group went out and won two of their three matches and played their brains out. Um, Sunday night, um, with the approval of the family, I was able to communicate the extent to what the um, incident was. Um, and we made the decision for her team that volleyball was not good for them. They needed to go home. Um, so her team went home. The decision was made Sunday night really by our, our youth. Um, by the how they responded. Um, our 17 travel team just kind of coming together. Their families coming together. Um, our 18, our eight, our other 18 team in town just having a family dinner together and being able to engage each other. I think there was solace in sport. There was solace in friendship. There was comfort. There was vulnerability. Um, there were young teenagers who became young, strong women in those moments Sunday night. Wismer tells KMOX Janae had signed to play volleyball with UT Southern. He learned that the university has offered to honor her scholarship. I'm Megan Lynch. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.